For the New York Giants, the first steps of this offseason are complete with the new general manager and a new head coach in total. And with that all being said, it's a bit easier now to get a clearer picture of who this team as they move forward in their rebuild. And again, this draft is crucial because with the Giants' lack of cap space, this is how they're going to improve the roster. But with two first-round picks and two third-round picks, there's a lot that the New York Giants could do. So here it is. Rich Sports Talks presents... New York Giants mock draft 1.0. Our first pick at number five, Evan Neal, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. In this scenario, I have the two big pass rushers off the board in the first four. That also includes Ikeem and Conwo going earlier in the draft. But don't fret, Giant fans. They are able to get Evan Neal, who will be a very good pickup. Evan Neal not only offers great versatility, playing four different positions at Alabama, but he's been a consistent starter and a plug-and-play option from day one and likely will be this team's starting right tackle. And look, this team has a lot of needs, but it's clear that this team, the best course of action is to build around Daniel Jones and see what he can do. And at the very least, if it doesn't work out with Daniel Jones, you want to have the foundation for a new quarterback potentially next season. And what's the way you do that? You build the foundation from the ground up, and that is the offensive line, which is woefully the worst position on the Giants. And you can make the case the Giants have the worst offensive line in football. So this draft is going to have to really hit on building a great offensive line. And Evan Neal is a great safe pick to start off with because he gives them versatility and is a plug-and-play player from day one, which leads us to pick number seven, Tyler Linderbaum, the center out of Iowa. And look, I've seen a lot of mock drafts go with a pass rusher here. And could the Giants go that way? Absolutely. Will some people say this is a little early to take a center? Sure. But when you really look right now with the Giants, Andrew Thomas is the only legitimate starting offensive lineman this team has. And Linderbaum is to me the best interior offensive lineman and likely the best center that we've seen coming out of the draft in the last five years. He, to me, is one of the can't-miss prospects in this draft. You put him in there, he could be a potential Pro Bowl player at center, and then the Giants have figured out their center position for the next decade. And just looking at this offensive line, you add Neal, you add Linderbaum, Andrew Thomas, and look, to be told, I don't love Lemieux at guard, I don't love Hernandez at guard, but with these two additions, you're able to get away with it. And the two big players the Giants have questions about, and you need to figure them out, are Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. And what's the position that will help both of them to reach their potential? It's the offensive line. It's making that offensive line better. And especially in division where you have great defensive fronts in Washington, in Philadelphia, in Dallas, you need to protect your quarterback. You need to win in the trenches so I know Linderbaum might not be the sexy pick. He might not be a pass rusher here, but the Giants need to build this foundation on the offensive line, and they potentially here have two bedrocks for the next decade at both tackle and center moving forward. In the second round, I have the Giants going a bit different direction. I have them going with Trey McBride, the tight end out of Colorado State. I don't see this team keeping Evan Ingram long-term. And again, like I said, it's not only about building a foundation for Daniel Jones, it's about his potential replacement. And in this draft, I don't see the Giants going quarterback. So what's the next best step? Putting all the pieces around the quarterback. And look, the Giants have good enough receivers. There's going to be some receivers sitting here at this point in the draft, but the Giants, their biggest need isn't receiver, and they have a lot invested in their wide receiver position already. They need a tight end. 
and they woefully need a tight end. And to me, McBride is the best plug-and-play starter of the group. He's the safest tight end pick that you can get. He'll be a day one starter for this team. He'll be a reliable target from day one. And that's what he is. He's a high-end Hayden Hurst. I have him coming out in this draft. That's my comp to him. And Hurst is just a competitive player. Comes out, can block, do a little bit of everything. And don't forget, you look at Josh Allen. One of the biggest developments wasn't just getting Stephon Diggs. It was getting Knox's tight end, getting him involved. And you saw that development really with Josh Allen. So giving Daniel Jones a good security blanket over the middle of the field is something the Giants really haven't had. And really the Giants, they haven't had a great tight end really since Jeremy Shockey. And they really haven't had any consistent tight ends in the last 20 years. It just feels like they're always hurt. They're not out there. And to me, McBride could finally buck that trend and give them a reliable starting tight end for the foreseeable future. In the third round, I have them going to the defensive side. And Look, the offense needs a lot of help, but this defense is going to have to carry this team next year. So I am going with one of the biggest senior bowl standouts, Travis Jones, the defensive tackle out of UConn. We saw it last year. Giants really could use a great nose tackle. And Jones is a big physical presence in the middle of the field and really showed a good knack for pass rushing to at the senior bowl. But he's one of those players because he played at UConn, because he played on a bad team, didn't really get a lot of shine. Don't forget, UConn didn't play the season before because of the coronavirus. So Jones might have even been a higher pick with more film. I really love Jones. He's a plug-and-play nose tackle. And all of a sudden, you put him in the middle next to Leonard Williams. It looks like the Giants are going to keep the 3-4 base scheme. You have that solid defensive line. And again, this is a division where there's great line play on both sides of the ball. Dallas, Philadelphia, Washington... All those teams have good offense and defensive lines, so the Giants need to invest in both accordingly. And finally, in the third round, I have them going with Channing Tyndale, the linebacker from Georgia. There's a lot that I like here. He's got elite speed. He is just an absolute bullet flying around the field, and you can really utilize that. You see it on screenplays. He's able to get to the football and especially even on blitzing packages from the middle, just absolutely flies around the field. But he falls to the third round because he's a bit raw. Only a one-year player at Georgia, so there's a lot that needs to be done here. But you have now have a good defensive coordinator. You have a defense that could use some speed, especially in the middle of that linebacking course. And look, if you're going to bet on someone in the draft, bet on someone with some upside and with an elite trait. And Tyndall has that with absolutely blistering speed. You can move him around, maybe even play out the edge in certain packages. Just a great athlete. There's so many good linebackers in this draft. He falls to the Giants here in the third round. It gives them a unique playmaker on the defensive side. Might be a little bit raw his first year, but there is a very high ceiling for Tyndale. He's a prospect that's a bit under the radar right now, especially on that talented Georgia defense. There's so many prospects coming out from that Georgia team, but Tyndale could have great upside on this Giants defense. Give them another burst of speed, whether it's on the edge or in the middle on pass plays. A really good prospect. I like his ceiling a lot, and I believe he could be a nice impact player on the defense. And that's going to do it for our first New York Giants mock draft. We will have more as the offseason progresses because I will do a full seven-round draft, but I wait until after the free agency period when we figure out all the team needs and get a little bit clearer picture as we get close to the draft. So make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our upcoming New York Giants mock drafts. I promise you, you're not going to want to miss them here on Rich Sports Talk.